What up, what up, what up? What's going on, everybody? This is your host, Dom Lewis, and welcome back to the Philly Sports 444 Podcast. This is episode 28. Yeah, we're 28 episodes in, and I appreciate all you guys for supporting me, following me on Twitter, liking the page on Facebook, following me on Instagram. I appreciate all you guys for your downloads, listening on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Anchor, whatever, however you listen. Um, I appreciate it, and thank you guys for the support. And um, like I said, keep on giving me feedback, keep on supporting, and I'll keep on giving you content. So thank you guys. I appreciate it. So this is, like I said, episode 28 of the podcast. Um, the first thing I want to say before I even get into some sports, just want to, you know, say RIP to Nipsey Hussle. Um, I'm not the, I wasn't like a avid like fan of Nipsey Hussle. I'm not an avid fan of Nipsey Hussle. I knew him more for a lot of the, community work that he was doing and a lot of like the business stuff but um just to see that is just so tragic and you know especially as a young black man um just trying to make it in america man it's tough so um it wouldn't be i would you know it wouldn't be fair for me to even uh just go on you know or save that to the end of the podcast i just wanted to put that out front because um, he was, you know, from the, you know, everything, he was a real good dude. That's what it seemed like. And, you know, I never knew that I was telling a friend earlier this week. I never knew that a, a death of a celebrity could affect me in that way. Like I felt like, um, just terrible. And, you know, you know, people pass and everything that like people handle death in their own way. But, um, it just was, it just was so sad to see. And, you know, leaving him, leaving behind young children and like a family and everything and him just doing stuff for his community and being gunned down in his community that he was trying to do stuff for is just, it's so tragic. So I just wanted to say RIP to Nipsey Hussle. And, um, I've seen a lot of uh, things this week as far as tributes and sports, just, you know, paying respects to Nipsey Hussle. Like you saw Russell Westbrook a few nights ago, get his 2020 triple double. And um, he said that one was for Nipsey. So I appreciate him just for doing that. That was that was dope. That was dope. And I saw um, Jimmy Butler as he was uh, warming up for a game. He had it. He had his jersey on, but instead of his name Butler on the back, it had Hustle on the back. So um, much respect to all the ball players and all the sports you know figures out there and everyone out there. You know whether you're famous or not famous, paying respects you know to Nipsey Hustle and. It just shows you that he really was a good soul um, because he touched a lot of people, even people that weren't fans of him. Um, and he just really touched a lot of people. And, um, you know, I, I'm, I hope that, that a, a tragedy like this, I hope that we can all like pull together and get closer and carry on the work that he was trying to do as far as working in the communities and fighting, you know, police brutality and things of that sort. So, um, just want everyone to be encouraged and um like i said rp to nipsey Hussle. um but want to get into some philly sports so the big story the biggest story the humongous story in philly sports right now is your philadelphia phillies four and one started off the season with a sweep of the braves and i'll get into the i'm going to get into all of it but we're going to talk about these phillies because they're four and one this lineup is hitting with some power. They're almost like uh, an unstoppable lineup. It's almost an unfair lineup, and I'm going to get into it. I really am going to get into it. I don't want to say too much in the intro, but these Phillies are hot right now. And if it weren't for um, an error in the eighth inning of the last game versus the Nationals, we get to be talking about a 5-0 team right now. So it seems like you know Bryce is adjusting well to the Philly life. And these Philadelphia Phillies are something. They're, they're, they're looking real good right now. I ain't going to say they're special. I don't want to go that far because it's only five games into the season. But they look real good right now. And I tell you what, they had the night off tonight, and I was missing the Phillies. I mean, I've never said that in my life. I've never said that about baseball. But tonight, I missed the Phillies. So we'll talk about the Phillies. We'll get into the stats a little bit. We'll get into the breakdowns of some games. We'll talk about the Sixers and the Sixers. They're failing. They're like the opposite of the Phillies right now. The Phillies are red hot. 
and the Sixers are just falling fast. Um, I, I'm going to talk about a few things I think is wrong with the Sixers, and you know, I've had I've tonight they lost to the Bucks, and the Bucks are the best team in the NBA, and I get that, but it was the way that they lost that had me mad, that had me absolutely upset, and it kind of motivated me just to record tonight because, um. I ain't gonna lie, I was I was I was pissed. I was pissed at how they lost that game. And I'm pissed at the team right now. I'm pissed at what the, the way that they're playing right now, the lack of effort that I see on the defensive end, laziness, uh ill-advised shots. They're they're not they're not playing like a playoff team right now. And I'm gonna get into it. I'm gonna get on them. I'm gonna get on them because people have been letting this team have passes all season. For certain things, and I'm not letting them have a pass. Not right now. No. So we'll talk about the Phillies. We'll talk about the Sixers. Um, it's not much going on with the Eagles and Flyers. I mean, the Flyers, the gist of it is they got eliminated from the playoffs on Saturday and they haven't won a game since. That's the gist of the Flyers right now. They got one more game left this season, and that's the end. So, I mean, like I said, I appreciate the fight that they gave, but it seems like after they were eliminated from playoff contention, uh, they stopped caring. And I shouldn't care if they don't care. So that's pretty much what I have to say on the Flyers. But we'll get into the Phillies. We'll get into the Sixers. And it's not really much going on with the Eagles right now. I mean, Jordan Howard had his his presser, and they've been meeting with, um, you know, pr- prospective uh, draft draftees. But that's really what's going on with the Eagles right now. It's not much going on with the Eagles. So I mean, we got Sixers on the docket. We got Phillies on the docket, and we'll give a few shouts damn to some people. And yeah, that's pretty much it. So um, I'm going to take a short break. I'll be back in a moment with the Philly Sports 444 podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the Philly Sports 444 podcast. I'm your host, Dom Lewis. Thank you guys for tuning in and um, just spread the word if you can. Uh, tell a friend to tell a friend. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram and like our page on Facebook. That's at 444podcast, F-O-U-R, F-O-R, the number four podcast. And if you have any questions, if you want to interact in any way, you can tweet me, hit us up on Instagram or Facebook. And you can also email me at 444podcast at gmail.com. Other than that, we appreciate you guys' support. We appreciate you guys for tuning in, spreading the word, uh, getting our listens up. We thank you guys so much. We appreciate it. Um, so let's get into the Phillies. I mean, what I this I this season could not have gone any. It couldn't have started any better. Um, the only way it could have started better is they would have won the last game and it would have put them at five and zero. But this was, to me, honestly, this was completely unexpected. Um, I definitely did not, ex- I, I did not expect them to come out so red hot. I did not expect them to uh, crush the ball the way they've been crushing it. I did not expect, um, I just didn't expect this. I, I did not, I did not expect this. I mean, the Phillies, um, as you know by now, they have started off 4-1. They swept the Atlanta Braves in the first series, and then they split the series with the Nationals, and um, they lost the last game to the Nationals after actually coming back from being down six to two. Uh, they mounted a comeback, and if it were not for an error in the eighth inning by Reese Hoskins, I think the Phillies would have pulled that game out. They would have won that game. So it just really, really is a testament to that lineup. Honestly, I mean, look at the lineup they got. Uh, McCutcheon leading off, who has had an excellent season thus far, and then you got um, Segura, and then you got Bryce Harper, then Hoskins, then then Real Muto, and then Odubel, and then Cesar. But then you got Mikel Franco in the eight hole, and it's like um, it's pick your poison with this lineup. It's pick your poison because I and I feel like that was a um, if it wasn't um, evident, you saw it. And that actually, I think you've seen it in all the games, but definitely the first game and definitely the last game. Um, and I'll give you an example. So 
as you know, first game, McCutcheon, he comes up, he leads off the game with a home run. Bang. Okay, nice, nice. Awesome. You know, hot start, whatever. I think the key play that game, or the key in that game, base is loaded. So, you got McCutcheon on base. You got Segura on base. They walk Bryce Harper. So, okay. Yeah, I guess you think you can get Reese out. Nope. Eh-eh. Nope. No. Absolutely not. Reese crushes the ball. Grand slam. First grand slam. First, his first home run of the season. But first grand slam of the season for the team. And it just it just shows you, like, you this lineup is hard to beat. It's Gabe-proof. Like, Gabe... I just read a stat. Gabe tinkered with the lineup. It was 38 different, 138 different combinations last year in the lineup. 138 different lineups last year. 138 different combinations for one baseball team. I don't remember what the average is, but it was way above the average. And I just think that all that inst and I, and I talked about this in another one of my podcasts. All that instability last year was another reason that they, the Phillies failed at the end. They didn't have, they didn't have anything like any ground to stand on. It's like they were standing on sand. And I don't necessarily blame Gabe completely. I can't blame him completely because he did what he had to do. I feel that team. I'm not gonna say they were terrible. But they didn't. They definitely didn't have the talent that they have now. And I get tinkering and you know all of that. I understand it. But 138 different different lineups at 162 games. That's crazy to me. That's insane. So you look at this lineup now, and God forbid any injury, this lineup is gate proof. So it really, really is wonderful to see that. We're going to go into every game and force teams to pick their poison with us. Um, and I don't, I don't want to jinx the team or anything. I don't, well, I don't necessarily believe in jinx, but I don't want to speak too soon. But it's just they started off so hot, and it's like I even I've watched game. I watch, so it's happened this year. Like yesterday happened um, when they played the Nationals. I mean, they were cold for a while, and then they got hot. And you got to beware when they get hot. This team, they can get hot at any time. And then when they ca- when they can tell you, it's like um, you need to have your ace go nine innings with this with this squad. And even if the ace goes nine innings, we saw the other day with Scherzer. Scherzer is a beast, but at the end of the day, it's exhausting. To go through this, go through this one through one through eight. It's exhausting because sooner or later they're going to get tired. Sooner or later the singles going to come and the doubles going to come. Homer's going to come. It's going to happen. It's like inevitable, and it's almost unfair what this team is able to do. I'm looking at Bryce Harper stats right now: 16 at bats, eight hits, three home runs, batting 500, five ribbies so far. So far. So far, let's go to Andrew McCutcheon because he's having a great season thus far, too. Andrew McCutcheon. 20 at-bats, 5 hits, 2 home runs, batting 250, okay. 5 ribbies. It's it's it, it's just... Man, I let's go to Mikel Franco. I actually I just read his stats. Franco. 15 at bats, six hits, three home runs, batting 400. Eight ribbies so far. Chilling in the A hole. Chilling. Chilling. Not getting worked up, you know. No pressure on him this year like it was last year. You know, it's it's different. So I just really, really I'm I'm thankful for the teams thus far. Not saying that, you know. They're going to the World Series. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is refreshing. 
And if you're a real Philadelphia fan, you know, and you, you you've seen like you've you've been without baseball for months or for years in this city, essentially since 2012, you've been without baseball. Last year it was kind of refreshing to see them compete. It was refreshing to see it. But, and I'm not going to lie, I kind of believed they were going to, I didn't believe they would bottom out like the way they did. I didn't believe that they would collapse. I thought they would at least make the wild card. But, you know, they bottomed out. I mean, and you saw what the issues were last year. They were bad defensively. They made a lot of mistakes, a lot of errors. And they couldn't hit. The pitching wasn't the problem last year. They couldn't hit. Now it's like the reverse. Like this year, they're really they're good defensively. So thus far, only had one error. They can crush the ball, tear the cover off the ball. The starting pitching is good, but the bullpen is it's, it's lacking. For better, you know, better. Uh, Use you know better words. It's it's just lacking. That's all I'll say. It's it's lacking right now. So, um, I don't know. People want to get Kimbrel. I get it. You know, I'm not saying I don't want him because I do, but I think that the Phillies. I think right now they're just playing the waiting game. I don't know necessarily what they're waiting on. What I will say, I think they're just waiting out to see how the bullpen at least goes through this first month of baseball. I know they're not willing to give a long-term deal for Kimbrough. I know they're not willing to do that. But I think they're just waiting to see. And they have the money. It's not even about the money. But I think that they are just, right now, they're waiting. They're playing the waiting game. Um, They need to see if they actually can settle down, settle in, and, and just hold up. They They don't have to, like, be remarkable. They don't have to do that. Just come in and don't give up three, four runs. That's what they've been doing. Like, I look at the first game. The Phillies won 10-4. to four. When Nola left the game, Nola had given up one run. Um, Eflin pitched the other day. Eflin, I think, Eflin gave up two runs. No. Yeah, he gave up two runs. Eflin gave up two runs, and that was it. And you know, starting pitching is fine. And I, I, I'm not a fan of Velasquez. I, I think that he he's too up and down. He's too inconsistent. You know, um, I, I'm a Arietta guy. I like Arietta. I liked him last year. Um, so I think he's fine. You know, I, Vinny Velo. I, I'm not too sure on. I saw him the other day. He was getting some work. You know, he was—he actually closed out the game the other day. Um, but the pitching overall, it's—it's it's not even the starting pitching, but it's the bullpen. Like I said, I mean, Sir Anthony's—he's—he's ha- he's having a terrible go at it. Robertson's having a terrible go at it. Yesterday, lost—they lost the game yesterday on a walk-off walk, not even a walk-off home run, not a walk-off single. A walk-off walk. That's how they lost the game the other day. Between that error and that walk-off walk, that's the the error's not really the concern. That's a routine deal, and that'll get fixed. That'll get cleaned up. But winning off of a walk-off walk, that is horrible. And that's why I think that's why people are so panicked right now as far as the bullpen is concerned. But like I said, I think that they'll get it together. I think that they will. I, I I think they'll settle in a little bit. I think you still need some pieces. Yes, I do think that. I, I still do think that we may actually be one, one starter away. But I think that right now, the lineup, and people have said it already, but they mirror, the lineup mirrors 2008 Phillies. And as you know, 2008, we won the World Series. So, but the, the the dynamic of the team, the way that they're built, they're built to just they're, they're built to crush it, and they're a good defensive team. That's key. 
If we can just get the bullpen just to be steady enough, I think we got a real good chance. Not only just to win the division, but to make a real a, a deep run in the, the postseason. So we'll see. Um, but it's refreshing to have baseball back in this town. It's refreshing that the bank is sold out again. It's refreshing that I'm ex- I I come home excited to watch the Phillies. Or I'm excited when the Phillies are on. Like tonight. The Sixers play tonight, and I'm I'll get into the Sixers in a minute. But I missed the Phillies tonight. I missed them. And I'm like, I never felt like this about the Phillies. Like, even when the 08, I was younger, you know, in 2008. I mean, I was in college and I, you know, I watched the Phillies, but like, um, I didn't have the, the knowledge and love for the sport like I do now. Um, I loved it, of course, but I, I didn't, like, I know more now. And right now, like, I guess the way the team has started and, just the excitement of the season. I've just, I've missed the Phillies tonight. I did. I can't wait till they come on tomorrow. I really can't. You know, I can't wait to get down to a couple games this year. So I think that, I mean, it goes without saying support this team. This team has been supported. I mean, it's, it's crazy. This team, this city's like red. It's painted red right now. It's crazy. Like the Sixers are about to go into the playoffs, but people are so hyped and so up on the Phillies. It's amazing. So, one pitcher away, when we one start a pitcher away, solidify the bullpen. But this team really does have a chance, barring injury, barring any kind of DL and stuff like that. Um, they just got to keep playing, keep playing the way that they're playing. Um, so we'll see. We're, we're going to see. But I, I think that um, I think we got a lot to be excited for this year. A lot to be excited for. Um, and Bryce is just he's ingratiated himself in the city and embraced the city so much. I'm just. You know, I'm I'm happy to see that. It makes my heart glad. Like tonight, I'm just, I'm going to wrap up this segment in a second, but I just want to say this real quick. Tonight, he goes to Sixers game. He rings the bell at the Sixers game. Wait, here's the kicker though. He's there. He's there with Reese, and your boy Carson's there with him too. You see Carson, Reese, and Bryce just sitting together, and I'm just like, wow. Like the, our yo, we're in like. You know, all things considered, we're like really like in a, a state of bliss right now when it comes to Philadelphia sports. And I love it because we suffered for a while. So I love it. I love seeing that. I love that he came and rung the bell tonight. Iverson's going to the game on Saturday. He's going to throw the first pitch. Iverson met Harper tonight. It's just amazing to see. It's amazing. It's amazing. So if you haven't watched them yet, watch them. Watch the Phillies. I mean, they're they're they are exciting. Like they are, they're like almost must see TV at this point. You gotta watch them. So I'm wrapping up the segment. I'm I'm pretty much done. So I'm I'm done gushing and over Phillies. But it's just it's just great to see. It's it's great that the excitement is back for baseball in this city. It's great that the bank is sold out more. You know, sold out again. It's great to see all the Phillies uh, memorabilia and jerseys and Bryce Harper jerseys and. Phillies are all over the place. They're all up down my timeline on my Twitter and Facebook and all of that. It's amazing. It's amazing. And, you know, I'm not a baseball hunk, but I do love the sport. And it's just great that we have baseball again. So that's all I want to say about that. I'm going to take a short break. I'll be back in a moment. This is Don Lewis here with your Philly Sports 4 for 4 podcast. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Philly Sports Philly Sports 4-4 Podcast. I'm your host, Dom Lewis. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I always do that. I got to stop doing that. <laughs> but, guys, I gush over the Phillies, and I love the Phillies. And, I, of course, you know, it's a long season, and they'll go through some highs and some lows. And that's with all long seasons. And I guess the Sixers are experiencing a low right now, low. Because this team is falling apart, it seems. To me, they are. Not in a matter of talent, but more so effort. And 
I'm not happy. That's the first thing I'll say. I'm not happy. Sixers have lost three straight. Granted, they lost tonight to the Bucks, who are the best team in the league, record-wise. And with that win tonight, they actually clinched. Um, they got home court advantage throughout the playoffs. So, uh, even if they make it to the finals, I mean, they're going to the finals go through Milwaukee. Giannis had a great night, 45 points. And B had a great night. 34, 13, 13. 30 point triple double, which is amazing. And that's that got undershadowed because, you know, Giannis had 45 points. And I listen, I get it. The national media is gonna push Giannis because Giannis is the MVP and you know, or the you know, potential MVP. He's gonna win the award. He's gonna be the MVP, and that's fine. I get I get it. I understand it. And he and not for nothing, he just he's really just great. I mean, yeah, you know, I I see it up and down my time, like four blocks on Embiid tonight. And I'm like, okay. Embiid still got 34, 13, and 13, but okay, sure. But the Sixers, God, oh, man. It upsets me because I was in the car riding home from the gym. And... Two minutes to go, the Sixers are actually up by four. Turn the ball over here. You miss a shot there. Game's tied. Come back down the court um, in transition. You turn the ball over again. They get another two points, so they're up by two. Get the ball again. You turn the ball over again, or you miss a shot. I'm just like, yo, they, the Sixers' problem. One thing I know, I know for a fact about the Sixers that they are the worst last two minute team when it comes to all the teams that actually have a chance of winning a championship they're the worst in the last two minutes Milwaukee's better than them in the last two minutes Boston is Toronto is shoot Indiana is ain't a question the Warriors are the Nuggets they're better than them in the last two minutes because they have a go-to person that can actually shoot a jumper. And the Sixers, they don't... Tobias Harris is a good player. But he's not the guy to get you that bucket in the last two minutes. Jimmy Butler is, and Jimmy Butler was out tonight for all intents and purposes. He was out tonight. He didn't play tonight. And maybe if he plays, it's a change. Maybe it's if he plays, maybe it's a different story. But I look at the team... I look at the effort that they give on defense, and it's absolutely atrocious. I'm gonna tell you the la- I'm gonna tell you the stats for the last three games. The last three games that they play, I pull it up on my app right now. I'm just, it's embarrassing to me. It's absolutely, it's embarrassing to me. It's embarrassing. So they got three games left in the season, but I'm gonna read off the last the, the scores of the last four games. Ready? So, uh, lost to Dallas on Monday, 122-102. Lost to Atlanta the other day, 130-122. Lost tonight, 128-122. But my issue... Uh, they won in Minnesota 118 to 109. And they won against Brooklyn. And they but the, before that they lost to Orlando 119 to 98. They're giving up 120 points a game. Where is the defensive effort for this team? I don't understand it. I don't get it. I don't get how they can be so terrible defensively when they actually have athletic players that can play defense. I don't understand it. One person on defense that's a defensive liability should not, should not, should not, should not be an excuse for you to give up 120 points a game. It should not. I'm sorry. It shouldn't. And I'm just, I'm so tired. I'm so tired of them not giving effort. I'm so tired of them just 
being I'm not gonna say lackadaisical because I don't think they're lazy. I don't think that, but they're not playing with enough intensity. And I get it. It's the end of the season. It's like the dog days of the season. Like they know they're going to the play. They knew they were going to the playoffs for like the last month now. They already wrapped up a playoff spot. They knew they were going. It was just a matter of the seeding now. But like, I don't know. Do they not understand like they need to get the third seed? I've been saying this for months. The Sixers need the third seed. They need the third seed. Because you don't want to play Boston. You need to avoid Boston. That's the first thing. You need to avoid Boston. To give yourself a chance, you need to be the third seed so that you can play whoever the sixth seed is. Probably going to be Detroit. You can breeze through them in the first round. Probably sweep them. And then you can give yourself a chance by playing the Raptors in the second round. And the Raptors are a good team defensively. They're a good team. They got Kawhi, so they're making them automatically a good team defensively. But I'm just saying that you give yourself... I like the matchup with the with the Raptors. I think that they can match up well against them. My concern with the Sixers is that they can't hit shots and they can't close out games in two minutes. And that's where they lose. That's That was the issue with Boston last year. If you look at the games that weren't blowouts last year... The Sixers failed to close out games in two in the last two minutes. Even losing to Boston this year a couple times. They failed to close out games in the last two minutes. They refused. It's like they refused to. I'm just going to shoot. I'm going to jack up a shot. That's a bad shot. I don't get it with this team. I don't understand it. And I get it. If Jimmy Butler's playing, the offense runs through Jimmy. It's a different story tonight probably. But he wasn't playing. So you make do with what you have. And Ben Simmons shrunk tonight. And it bothers me. I'm so tired of this kid. Like, I'm tired of him. And I, I'm I'm a, maybe I'm an apologist for Ben Simmons. Because I, you know, people get on Ben Simmons a lot. And I'm like, nah, Ben is this, this, and Ben is that. And no, he's a good player. And I, I think I still think he's a good player. I never will say he's a bad player. I still think he's a good player. I still think he's talented, uber talented. But it's these big moments that he shrinks in that annoys me. And I'm like, as good as you are, you're not that good. Because you keep shrinking in these big moments against these bigger teams that we need to beat, that we need you in. You're not not asserting yourself enough offensively. And I've said in the last podcast, like, Ben Simmons is, is good at playing defense. You know, he's a good distributor. And... Yes, he's all of that. But there comes a time, comes a point in time where you have to actually assert yourself offensively. And he knows to do that. That's the thing. He actually knows to do this. And he re- it's not that he refuses to, but it's he shrinks in this moment where he can't do it. Or he's just having a bad shooting, whatever it may be. But we needed him tonight, and you, six points ain't going to cut it. I don't care what you say. Six points from you is not going to cut. Now, granted, Mark Scott gave you 22 tonight. J.J. Rabbit had, I think he had 28. I'm about to read off the stats right now. Yeah, okay. Mark Scott had 22 points tonight. 8 for 11. Ben Simmons, I'm going to read off his stat line. 36 minutes, 6 points, 13 assists, 4 rebounds, 3 for 5 shooting. That's not going to cut it, Ben. Ben, that's not going to cut it. I'm sorry. That's not going to cut it. You don't need me to tell you that. You don't need the radio, people on the radio to tell you that. You don't need to be told this. You know that's not going to cut it. And B had a monster night. 34. Listen, it can still be in B's night, but you can still get your points too. You can still play your game too. You're not being assertive enough. You're not being aggressive enough right now you're shrinking maybe you're just tired I don't know but this Ben Simmons can't go into the playoffs whoever this Ben Simmons is throw this guy away leave this guy here after you play Chicago and whoever else is left leave that guy in the regular season I need Ben from the Miami Heat series from last year. I need that Ben. Because that's the only way the Sixers got a chance. The only way the Sixers got a chance is if he plays that way and then B keeps playing in B. 
I don't even, I'm not the guy asking you to shoot a three. That's Terrell Willis. Shout out to my man, Rel. That's Terrell Willis asking you to shoot a three. I'm not even asking you to do that. But I do want you to score some points. You do need to be in double digits. I'm not even asking you to score a lot of points. Give me 12. Six points is... The Sixers lost by six. If you give me six more points, that game at least goes to overtime. And then, because... What I'm going to do? Jonah Bowen gives me six points. Boban gives me two points. TJ McConnell gives me four points. Dyer Smith gives me six points. Are you serious? I can't do anything with this bench. I need you to give me at least 12 points. You need to be giving me 12 to 15 points. You really need to be giving me 15 points. But I'm not even being greedy. I'm telling you, give me 12. Give me 12, 10, and 10. If you're not going to score 20 points a game, give me 12, 10, and 10. I will take that. Along with Embiid doing his 30 and his 20. And JJ giving me his 17. I can take that. Mike Scott chipping in here and James Anderson. I get it. I'll take that. But you cannot give me six points. I don't care what kind of defense effort you're giving me out there. You can't give me six points. I can't. We can't win games like that. Not in the playoffs. We're not going to win like that. Even though we're going to probably play. Um, I mean, quiet kept. We haven't even locked up the third seed yet. And Boston and Indiana play tomorrow. <sighs> Disappointed. I'm disappointed because I'm disappointed because I said that the Sixers needed to top what they did last year. They needed to win more than 52 games, which you're not going to do. They needed to um, get out of the second round of the playoffs, which I'm very skeptical about, and I don't think they're going. I don't think they're going to at this point. Maybe that's anger speaking, but right now I cannot see them making it out of the second round of the playoffs. And we're going to be stuck because Brett Brown's going to be back next season as the coach. So you're stuck. Like, I got to deal with winning less games than I won last season with a better roster. I got to deal with making another second round exit in the playoffs. And I got to deal with this guy, Brett Brown, coming back. And Ben not getting any better. That's what I got to deal with. And this, it frustrates me. It annoys me. It upsets me. And maybe I'm just being a pessimist right now. I Maybe I do need to be more optimistic. But right now, you're not giving me a reason to be. Embiid is an absolute, listen, playing MVP caliber level right now. Absolute beast. Excuse me. I read a stat tonight. There's only two players. There's only two players that have, have had... Um, Gotta go back to the stat. Dang it. I'll tell you the stat. In the last 30 years, there's been three players, three Sixers that have had 30 point triple doubles Charles Barkley, Allen Iverson, Joel Embiid. The stat line Joel Embiid had tonight, he had 34, 13, and 13. The only person to do a stat line like that is a Sixer, Will Chamberlain. That's it. That's it. Will Chamberlain, Joel Embiid. That's the stat line. That is the history of the Sixers. So I'm speaking to his greatness. He, he Listen, he don't have to do anything except for play minutes. And, you know, I'm glad that we're resting him to get him ramped up for the playoffs. And I get it. That's what I'm saying. I get that Ben may be tired. I get that JJ may be tired. I get it. I understand it. But to me, this last two minutes, this is it's it's a thing that's been happening and happening and happening with this team, and they can't get out of their own way, and it upsets me. It pisses me off, to be honest with you. They can't get out of their own way. I need more from Ben. I need more from Ben. Um, hopefully, Ennis is he's healed up for the playoffs because he's out for the next two weeks. Um, Joel Embiid can sit for the remainder of the season as far as I'm concerned. He has nothing else to prove. He has nothing else, no other reason to play right now. He can sit and rest for the playoffs. 
Um, and they, they probably will do. They might play him in Chicago to get the 50th win, and that'll be it. But I don't see a reason to really play him anymore. But I'm just so upset with this team right now. I'm They lost three straight. They've been giving him 120 points for like the last six games. I can't understand it. Ever since that Boston, when they haven't been the same. Lost to ever since that Boston when they lost to Atlanta twice. They lost to Orlando. They lost to the Mavericks. Ever since that Boston when the only win they have is against the Wolves and the Nets. And they needed that Nets win. I, I just don't understand it. And I'm so I'm so tired of blaming Brett Brown. I'm tired of blaming that guy. I'm tired of it. I'm ar- I'm already out on the team. I'm out on the team until the playoffs. I said it the other. I said it today. I said it tonight. I'm out on this team until they start playing in the playoffs. Right now, for me, I'm all about the Phillies. I'll keep up on the stats, but I'm done watching the team. I'm done listening to the games. I said it before that too. I said that I only want to see them play the Bucks in Boston. Because this team, they they just they, they they've upset me way too much. It's too much talent on the team for them to play the way that they play. For them not to play better. That, that's that's a coaching issue. That's a coaching issue. It's a, it may be an effort issue, yes, but I think overall it's a coaching issue. So. I'm out on Sixers until they get into the playoffs. Until I find out who they're playing and all of that. I'm out. I'm out. I'm not watching any more games. I'm not listening to any more games. I'll keep up on the score on my phone. But I'm out on them right now. I'm out because they... they, they I can take losing games. You know, I can take losing games. Like, even though like losing the games against Boston this year were tough and losing against... Um... um Toronto was tough. Losing those kind of games. They were tough games to lose. But I can't take bad basketball. And that's what the Sixers are giving me right. They're, they, they, offensively, they're not bad. Defensively, they're atrocious. And I can't take that. I can't take that. Like I said, Giannis is a great player. He had 45 points tonight. Zero turnovers, which is amazing. It's an amazing stat. And people have been gawking and gushing over, you know, all up and down my timeline, the national media. That's what they do. I get it. I get it. I think the key, I think the key thing in all that was being said, although he had a 40 point, he had no turnovers. And B had two turnovers in the last two minutes of the game. This is a pro this is a problem with this team. Like I don't want him be handling the ball at all in the last two minutes as far as handling the ball. I don't want him putting the ball on the floor. I don't. If it ain't three dribbles or less, I don't want him putting it on the floor. He's sloppy with the basketball when it comes down to it. He's a very talented dude. He's great. He's no point guard. It's just, it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. Because I know how good the team should be. That's why it's frustrating. Not how good they can be. I know how good they should be. They can't get out of their own way. And I don't know. I don't I don't know if there's a way to fix it. It's not, you can't blame on Billy Lang anymore. Billy Lang is now the coach of the St. Joe's uh, Hawks. Shout out to Billy Lang. But, no. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with them. They got to get into the playoffs. They got to show me something different. Hopefully, they can. Right now, I tweeted out before I started the podcast. I mean, hopefully, they can ramp up their intensity during the first series of the playoffs. But right now, what I see happening, they're getting bounced in the second round. They getting bounced. It's too many games where they miss, they jack up aimlessly shots, and it's too many games where they don't match defense intensity like the way they should. So, we'll see. 
Yeah, I'm done talking about the Sixers. Um, I'll be back in a moment. Um, just gonna take a short break. I'll be back in a moment. Like I said, not really much to talk about with the Flyers and the Eagles. I'll just go through a quick little recap and then we'll shout out and then we'll get out of here. So this is Don Lewis here with the Philly Sports 444 Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Philly Sports 444 Podcast. I'm your host, Dom Lewis. Thank you guys for tuning in. So we're going to talk about, well, we'll just glance over them, really. This is going to be my last segment of the show. Um, Because there's not really too much going on with the Eagles and the Flyers. Eagles had their presser for Jordan Howard, who traded for. um, Got him, acquired him from the... uh, Chicago Bears for a sixth round pick, a 2020 pick, could possibly turn into a fifth round pick. I'm not sure of all the stipulations or how it works, but how he's, like I said, I told you guys before, how he's playing the long game with the comp pick situation. So he acquired Howard, who was, I think he has two years left on this deal. Um, and I guess how, like, I think he was going to draft the running back basically um, to supplement Jordan Howard. And I think the running back room is going to look a lot different than it did last year. So that I'm not going to say I'm relieved yet because we need to see how we draft. But I think the Eagles are heading in the right direction. And I think that how he's made some really good moves this all season. As far as the only move I question is the trading of Michael Bennett. I didn't want to trade him away, but I get it. You sign um, Brandon Graham to all of that money. You can't keep them both because he wanted more. Bennett wanted more money, and Bennett got more money. So he got his money. He got traded to the Patriots. And, yeah, hopefully we'll see him in the Super Bowl. That's all. That's it on the Eagles front. I mean, the Flyers, as I told you, they were eliminated from playoff contention on Saturday. So this past Saturday, we led them by Carolina. And they haven't won a game since. They just haven't won a game since. Um, tonight they lost seven to three, and they got one more game left before the season comes to a miserable end. Um, like I said, I appreciate the effort that they gave, but I knew it was a little too late. Um, still wanted to see them give ever, even though they got eliminated from the playoffs. But I guess that's over. And um, I mean, as far as the Flyers are concerned, I don't see why you don't get Quinville. I mean, it's really up to him now if he wants to coach here, but throw the book at Quinville. Get him. Get some excitement in this team. Inject some excitement in this team other than Gritty. That would be my advice to the Flyers. Get a goal scorer. They need that. So, those are my thoughts on the Eagles and the Flyers. Just want to give a few shout-outs before I sign out because this is... um, the end of the podcast, like I said, um, we were really going to focus heavily on the Flyers. I mean, excuse me, on the Phillies and the Sixers. But give a few shout outs. As I promised, um, the guy I met named EJ, excuse me, he has a, um, a mobile detail shop. So it's called E Class Mobile um, Detail Shop. He does um, detailing with cars and he comes right to you. So, like, you know, you, you hit him up. Um, and you can uh, or email him, and he'll come to you. Um, he has his Instagram information on here. It says um, E Class underscore Mobile fourteen sixty one. That's Instagram. I got to follow him on Instagram. So follow him on Instagram. It's at E Class underscore Mobile fourteen sixty one. At E Class underscore Mobile fourteen sixty one. Number two one five eight four seven four three seven three for your mobile detailing. So shout out to my man, EJ. We had a actually really productive conversation um, at um, my lady's pop-up shop and shout out to her as well. Bees bundle deals. If you need your household products, whether it's, you know, detergent, cleaning products, paper towel, toilet paper, um, soap, whatever you may need as far as households concerns, um, B has it for you. We build packages separately. Um, 
these are it doesn't have to be necessarily a pop-up shop but it can be like you know one-off you can order a package and we'll we'll even deliver it to you for a fee so shout out to b's bundle deals and i met ej at this um pop-up shop that b had and uh, we got to talking about you know just manhood and stuff like that and you know hopefully i can get him on the podcast one day um in regards to um he said he told me he's like i don't know nothing about sports man but we can just talk about culture uh we, he said i got i know a lot about the black culture i mean black men of course and you know i'm thinking about how culture influences sports so hopefully we can get together and have a uh, get him on a podcast or soon break bread whatever so i just want to give him a shout out because I, I think and i think the the idea of a mobile detail shop is awesome i think that's um I mean, I'm not saying it's not, it's been done, of course, but I just think it's, I think it's really dope that he has that. So uh, shout out to EJ, um, shout out to, I got shout out to Butler Catering Company again. He just got his own catering space. So I just want to shout out Keenan again. Congratulations on all your success, man. Keep it up. Keep up the great work. Um, I don't have any, I don't have too many more shout outs. Um, I don't have too many more shout outs. If you want to shout out, like I said, you can um, hit us up Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at four for four podcast f o u r f o r number four podcast. You know, hey, just say like, hey, Dom, heard your podcast. Can you shout me out? Give me the name of your business or whatever. I'll be glad to shout you out. I don't want any money. I don't want a fee. None of that. All I ask is that you know I'll shout you out. You spread the word about the podcast. That's all I ask that you do. So, um. That's going to wrap it up for this week. As I said before, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at 444podcast. You can email us at 444podcast at gmail.com. F-O-U-R-F-O-R, the number four podcast um, for our social networks. And F-O-U-R-F-O-R, the number four podcast at gmail.com is our email address. You can subscribe to the podcast on Google Play, Spotify, iTunes and wherever else you get your podcast. Don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, it's very easy to just send the link to the podcast. You can text it to someone, you can tweet it to somebody, whatever. But I appreciate all you guys that listen and support us. Um, as I said, keep giving me feedback and I'll keep retooling the podcast to make it better and better and better for you. So thank you guys for listening. This is Don Lewis here for the, with the Philly Sports 444 Podcast, and I'm signing off. Peace.